The rise of a new media is an important step to true freedom and liberty. The corporate media gatekeepers must be rendered completely irrelevant. By Brian Cates. I truly believe that two key events that are soon to occur are going to create a seismic shift in the current dysfunctional world media landscape. These two events will shift the balance of power when it comes to how information and news is spread and shared between people around the globe. Now, I just used the word dysfunctional in the above paragraph to describe how well the present world media is currently operating. In point of fact, the people who have created the current international news and social media will claim it is all functioning just fine and that there's absolutely nothing wrong with it. That is because they have deliberately set it up to be the way it currently is. It's getting the job done beautifully, in fact. Because the corporate masters of the current corporate news media fully understand that the purpose of their news media is to keep people in the dark, cut off from the truth and in a state of panic and hysteria during which they are far more easy to control and manipulate. The growing tech war between accurate information and news versus disinformation and propaganda is about to take center stage this year in 2022. The bad guys got more than a decade and a half head start at consolidating their complete control of big news media and big tech. The good news is the counteroffensive against these totalitarian despots has quickly reached a point that new players are about to take the field. Naturally, as they see real competition beginning to emerge to challenge their previously uncontested control, Corporate media shills who've done the most over the past couple of years to confuse, mislead, and bury the American public under an avalanche of disinfo on a plethora of crucial issues with a never-ending wave of propaganda and lies are loudly insisting it is they who are really the brave truth-tellers out to protect the public and who are also loudly vowing to curb the spread of dangerous conspiracy theories. CNN just beclowned itself by announcing the formation of a new team to, quote, combat disinformation. My take on that, civil war breaks out inside CNN. Alex Koppelman tweeted January 18th, 2022. Hello, Twitter. Some very exciting media jobs to tell you about. I'm hiring three people for a new CNN team dedicated to covering misinformation. Thread about team, jobs, starts here. Please feel free to share far and wide, and if you're interested, reach out or apply at the links. What do we mean by covering misinformation? Really, it's about covering reality, the uses, abuses, and distortions of it, the people twisting it, and the effect that has on all of us. We already do a lot of important work on this. We want to do more. End tweet. It's getting tough out here for a fake news fact checker. These corporate media hacks have been forced into so many awkward admissions in recent weeks. You have to be careful and check to make sure your position on an issue is still considered just a crazy conspiracy theory and not something the corporate 
experts have already been forced into admitting is a fact. Over two years' worth of relentless fake news media fact-checking has gone up in smoke right before our eyes since the advent of the Omicron variant. It has been admitted in recent days that the masks don't really do anything and that the vaccines and boosters do not prevent anyone from catching or transmitting the COVID-19 virus, something that makes vaccine passports worse than useless, and that, if anything, the big pharma vaccines and boosters seem to be accelerating the spread of the virus and its variants. Oh, and even more recent admission, that natural immunity provides more protection from the virus than the failed big pharma vaccines and boosters do, which is a pretty big freaking admission when you think about the amount of quote-unquote fact-checking that went on about that in the past year. It has also been admitted that the authorities were vastly inflating the numbers of cases and deaths attributed to the virus. People who died with the virus, but not of it, were deceptively classified as COVID-19 deaths. The obvious reasons for inflating the number of cases and deaths was to generate a sufficient amount of fear and hysteria on the part of the public in order to get citizens more readily to accept what would have been previously unacceptable infringements of their civil liberties. As an example of the extensive amount of misinformation being spread about the COVID-19 virus, Supreme Court Justice Sonia Sotomayor recently made the claim that over 100,000 children were hospitalized in serious condition because of the virus. This statement by Justice Sotomayor immediately generated an intense amount of pushback when it turned out that the total actual number of children hospitalized nationally with the COVID virus and its variants was under 5,000, the majority of which only had COVID and were not admitted to the hospital because of it. And only some of these were in serious condition. You know it's bad when even Snopes can't figure out a way to cover for you. From Snopes.com, did Sotomayor say 100,000 children are in serious condition with COVID? U.S. Supreme Court Justice Sonia Sotomayor grossly overstated COVID-19 statistics during a hearing on the Biden administration's workplace vaccine mandates. What I had mistakenly dubbed as an American oligarchy in an Epic Times column last year, is in fact actually an international oligarchy. And over the course of the past two years, the international oligarchy made its attempt at total control of the flow of news and information increasingly apparent. From its attempts to embargo news of the Hunter Biden laptop to shutting down all discussion of the 2020 election theft to currently ongoing attempts to suppress all information about early COVID virus treatments developed by frontline doctors all across the globe. People found their attempt to simply have honest discussions on vital topics and to share information with each other relentlessly thwarted by those watching and listening in on their conversations. People are tired of this. The massive ratings collapse 
at fake news outlets like CNN, which has lost 90% of its viewers since Trump left the White House a year ago, demonstrates that people are ready for alternative sources of news and information. They are tired of watching the same old lying carnival barkers at the corporate news Vanity Fair. This is an intolerable situation, and I don't believe it's going to last much longer. There are two coming seismic events that are going to change completely the international information and news sharing dynamic. The first event. The first seismic event that's going to occur in the year 2022 will be the launch of President Donald J. Trump's new venture, the Trump Media and Technology Group, TMTG. The Truth Social app is only one part of this new Trump media initiative. Trump has detailed plans for far more than just a competitor social media app for Twitter. His coming DWAC-TMTG merger, his acquisition of the Rumble video service, and other moves he's made demonstrate Trump is thinking big. Really big. After a decade of increasingly obvious censorship and propaganda by the corporate gatekeepers, Trump is building a parallel internet universe that they can't control or interfere with, or compete with once people get a taste of true internet freedom. Truth Social competes with Twitter. As yet unnamed social posting platform competes with Facebook and Instagram. Rumble competes with YouTube. As yet unnamed 24-7 news channel competes with CNN and Fox News. As yet unnamed entertainment streaming service competes with Netflix and Amazon Prime. As yet unnamed newspaper online news site competes with New York Times and the Washington Post. From the website, TMTG, Our Vision. In the year 2021, the media pendulum has swung dangerously far to the left. Silicon Valley, the mainstream media, and big tech have begun to forcibly silence voices that do not align with their woke ideology. Big tech platforms demonetize, throttle, and cancel those who stray from the mainstream narrative. They are not just censoring content. They are determining what can and cannot be said. By controlling how information is shared, they control the narrative. They control the future. They control you. To counter this dangerous exercise of big tech monopoly power, President Donald J. Trump and TMTG are building a media and technology company rooted in social media, digital streaming, and more. TMTG intends to even the playing field by providing people with open media platforms where they can share and create content without fear of reputational ruin. Join us. End quote. The timing is exquisite. It's not only that much of the American public is ready for a real alternative to the corporate media vanity fair. Hundreds of millions of people across the globe have woken up 
in the past several years to the encroaching danger on their liberties being covered up and even defended by the corporate media they've been watching. And most of them would leap at the chance to ditch the lying corporate media and the big tech platforms for a real alternative that doesn't seek to control them or what they can see and share. So that's the first event, Trump launching services that people want. The question that arises after that is, how will these new services keep from being deplatformed by big media and big tech who will see them as a direct threat to their attempts at world domination? The second event. The second seismic event will be the launch of Elon Musk's Starlink internet service provider which uses satellites orbiting the Earth rather than earthbound fiber optic cable. The earthbound big tech internet highway is about to have a competitor that is literally bypassing them and reaching the public from over their heads. The deplatforming of the social media app Parler two years ago was a direct warning shot from the big tech oligarchs that they were serious about playing gatekeepers of the social media realm. They intend to remain in complete control of what people are allowed to see and to say on their platforms and on the internet highway their platforms run on. That instant snuffing out of Parler after several years of conservatives having been snidely told to just go create their own social media app demonstrated that even if you did that, it still leaves you at the mercy of the big tech gatekeepers as long as you are stuck and limited to using their gateways to their internet. So it's clear they were lying the entire time that they were mocking conservatives and telling them to just go create their own social media apps if they didn't like how Jack Dorsey ran Twitter or how Mark Zuckerberg did his business on Facebook. That was done. Then big tech just punked us all and deplatformed Parler. They think they are setting up Truth Social to be parlored, but they're in for a surprise. Right now, they are allowing Donald Trump and TMTG to offer the Truth Social app in the Google Play Store and the Apple Store, because I suspect they fully intend to try to punk Trump and all the Truth Social users once the app launches and goes live by suddenly pulling the rug out from under it and banning it from the big tech internet superhighway for spreading hate speech and disinformation. You can scream and cry and rage to the heavens, but as long as you are using apps offered in big tech stores and using big tech gateways to get onto the big tech internet, it's their rules and you have to follow them. It's their way or off their internet highway they will send you. And as Congress demonstrated repeatedly for the past six years or so, they simply will not act to change this, despite repeated hearings and opportunities to act. Time and again, Congress refused to do anything about this censorship. This is a big reason why I suspect former Congressman Devin Nunes is now the CEO of the Trump Media and Technology Group.
He understands full well what's at stake here, and that simply hoping Congress passes a law to try to force big tech oligarchs to stop the censorship is not likely to happen. No. The way to win this war is to bypass the big tech oligarchs, create your own internet, and then offer the sizable audience that is tired of the big tech bullying and censorship a better experience. It doesn't matter who makes the social media app or what the rules are for posting on that particular app. The key issue is, and always has been, who controls the gateway that app is using to connect to the internet. Now, imagine social media apps as well as news and entertainment streaming services coming from an internet service provider based in space with complete coverage of the entire Earth that has specifically and explicitly as its mission statement rejected even the concept of gatekeeping censorship. Because that's what's coming. Trump is going to get the apps done. Musk is going to provide the internet highway. It's literally 